0: Hello and welcome back to the Red Path. Today, I'm going to have a chat about the state of the World Eaters with Asher Marines, aka Dara. Let's get into it. (music) Dara, how are you doing, mate?
1: good man good yeah all good how are you
0: not too bad you enjoy your uh, time travel tonight
1: i did not <laughs> not at all
0: you lost an hour of sleep correct
1: yeah man yeah, yeah it, it was, was uh not great but look here we are yeah right back from the warp
0: there there, there we go we, we we've come back and we've come out the other side gellerfield's intact um, <laughs> just about yeah right so um for everyone uh watching Obviously, Dara's been um, on the Red Path a couple of times now. Um, we commentated uh, our last tabletop simulator game together. And uh, we've got another one coming up. Um, and I want to take this opportunity to remind everyone to go ahead and donate some money to one of our charities. Um, if you're supporting the Red Path, uh, there'll be a link in the description for both charities. But we're supporting mind.org.uk. And Dara, uh, who's, who's Reddit supporting?
1: Yeah, we're supporting the one up on cancer um, fund. So basically it's all about like, you know, people who are like recovering from cancer or getting treatment and stuff. They, this like um, organization kind of contributes like gaming and uh, like equipment and, you know, consoles and stuff, be it to hospitals or to to people, you know, in remission. Um, So it's it's a really nice fund. And I think it like kind of ties the whole, you know, gaming aspects, which we're all obviously very involved in. It ties it back nicely into, you know, some good deeds and stuff.
0: Yeah. I think they're both uh, great charities and um as I've mentioned before you're only helping yourself out by donating a little bit to both of them because then you've just got even more chance of winning that pretty awesome prize. Okay.
1: Which uh, I have seen some updates on oh, and it is you? it oh. is yeah yeah myself oh. and Dean have been talking they're oh, they're looking I'm, real good man. I'm jealous. Real real good. Very jealous. <laughs>
0: Dean I want pictures. Um now, that's awesome, yeah. I, I'm super excited for that. Uh, I'm pretty jealous, pretty jealous that I, I can't win. Damn it, <laughs> man, but, me
1: too. I me know, too.
0: right? <laughs> ah. okay. So, um, obviously, the topic of uh, the, this, this chat we're having this video is about the state of the world eaters in the in the meta. Well, I mean, it's not that we've been a meta army or very competitive at all, but we had some play. I like to think through eighth edition and the first part of ninth. You know, both yourself and I have, you know, we, we've we've written our tacticas, done our videos, we really like squeezing out that the best we can. And things I don't know. It it feels like things are changing a bit. Um and I'd like to take this opportunity to pick your brains and have a little chat about this. Um so just a quick bit of background, um you know, for any new subscribers or anything um every three months or so i'd I'd try and put out a top five units of the world eaters based on you know faqs any you know if we've got any codex changes the the main rule book whatever
1: and there
0: hasn't been anything happening for three months um as far as codex chaos space marines goes obviously there's been plenty going on in 40k but just nothing for us um so I can't really do that right now because our top five is the same as it was three months ago, in my opinion. Um, however, like I said, uh, Dara and I are going to have a little chat, uh, combine our butchered brains together and try and see where we can go um, as World Eaters players. So um, let's start off. Dara, you know, looking at things like the Death Guard Codex, Dracari Codex, the these kind of rules that we've got over the last few months... Uh, or other players at least have got over the last few months. How do you think these these rule sets have, have altered the way um, the game is being played and how we as World Eaters players should expect to play? What were what your thoughts on the books, basically?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely changed the game, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Not just for the armies that have gotten their books, but obviously for the armies that are coming up against them. I mean uh like this time last year mortarian was a joke you know right. it's like why would you why would you bring him yeah. and now he is like a menace which mm-hmm. is cool because he's a demon primary, like right. he should be a menace yeah. right but yeah so like they've obviously shaken up the game a lot um i was thinking like the dracari codex has almost shaken the game up more than any other one mm-hmm. because up until that book released you know All the codexes were similar they were all marine based you know they were all sort of like relying on like really survivable units that weren't necessarily fast but could take a lot of damage and now you have the exact opposite with the dracari you know so there's like um i just have some notes here like there's such a contrast on like the speed of the dracari versus like the endurance and strength of like we'll say the deck guard which are probably the other like main contender Mm -hmm. um and as well as that like we're seeing with all these new books like a prevalence of like really high quality attacks but also in a really high (laughs) volume yes which you know like i would have said before like that was kind of like berserkers thing where it's like they have so many attacks which are really good quality but now you have things like plague marines you know who can come in and do like the same damage Yeah. yeah um and obviously you know from our perspective, we're having to consider these things if we're going into a competitive setting. You know, right. like we need to think about uh, what if I come up against Deckard? Yeah. What if I come up against um, the Deathwing for the Dark Angels, even mm-hmm. or the Blood Angels, who will just go, you know, unit for unit, blow for blow in the mm-hmm. combat phase. Yes. Um, and then obviously you have to consider now the Dark Elder, and I would say they're like one of those interesting armies where it's like you have to almost think about what units you're not going to interact with yeah. rather than what are the most important units to take out
0: okay. if you get me yeah yeah um i know uh, you were talking um in, in the discord channel actually about um the the just the sheer amount of things that the Drakari can do to destabilize the the order of operations in the fight phase which um, I can't remember. I think it was you that said this, but it's like every codex that's come out from Space Marines on in Ninth has had some way to make you fight last, or they fight first, or you, you know, something that throws us off. But it's normally been one thing: the Judiciar or the uh, the the Death Guard character that that makes you fight last or whatever it is. But you, you, and 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 you, I know you've read more of the Jokari uh, book than I have um you you made the comment that they have like several options access to several ways of doing this how how do we deal with that how how are we supposed to deal with that
1: (laughs) yeah it's tough right um because like so a unit that attacks you that has a fight first ability that's Mm -hmm. not so bad right because you can still use the counter offensive stratagem if you need to to interrupt um you know in alternating activations and so on but someone that forces you to fight last you can't use the two CP to interrupt. So it's probably our Kryptonite, you know? Yeah. Um, and the problem is for the Dark Elder, they're on units like Incubi, you know, which will absolutely butcher you yeah. <laughs> if they make you fight last. Yeah. Now, it's it's not guaranteed. They have to do a contested leadership check, which... So I think they have to roll equal to or higher uh, oh, your right. leadership. So, you know, you can play around that with like a Dark Apostle and stuff. Actually, sorry my apologies you can't because you only take his morale for the um combat the, attrition phase
0: yeah
1: um for leadership so you actually can't use that
0: yeah
1: um but yeah so it's it's a tough one i would say i'm thinking about it myself um at the minute because it's a tough spot to be in yeah but i think you need to consider Well, say if you're coming up against the dracari army for example and you right. have a lot of incubi coming up against you or drazar or i think there's some homunculus stuff that makes you fight last as well okay you need to play around those units you know Mm. you don't want to be putting your berserkers in the pathway of the incubi like that that's not going to work out for you you know you need to shift your focus you need to send those berserkers after like cabalites or after like venoms or raiders or things that are just like on the objectives you know yeah um and say if you have something in your list like demon engines or dreadnoughts or something along those lines Mm -hmm. send those after the incubi because they're less likely to die if they charge and are forced to fight last. I mean, right. obviously, it's not guaranteed they won't die because course, yeah. Incubi are really good now. Right. Um, but like, if you can sort of shift your focus where your mind isn't just being like, okay, I have my Berserkers. They're going to have to go into the Incubi if I have any chance of killing them. Right. At the end of the day, like Dark Elder are still super squishy. Yeah. you know, Their Toughness 3, their One Wound, their saves aren't great. It's not hard to kill them. It's just hard to get to the position where you can kill them.
0: Right, yeah. 'Cause they, they just they maximise that that mobility combined with some pretty competent shooting, um, like across the board on some of the vehicles and you know, some small arms. But then that 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 gut punch combat, which you know, that, that's our only trick. Combat for us, yes, you know, we, we can make some shooting work, some and it's pretty low mid tier shooting at best. But we we can squeeze it out. But combat is where we win our games. We have to. Because any unique abilities the World Eaters have... Are, you know, based on on, on just overwhelming butchery. Like, we just overkill a unit... Supposed to, in 8th edition... We would overkill just about anything 5 times over. And that was the fun of the Berserker unit. Now not so much. If we're not getting to fight... Doesn't matter if we've got a hundred and eight dice that we're throwing. If we don't get to throw them, we're not killing anything. So this this uh, this push towards more fight last, more destabilizing fight phases, coupled with better combat across the uh, uh, you know, marines have just gone straight up in their combat competency with more primary stuff, but um, just you know, an, an additional wound, an additional uh, base attack, um, you know, they're just better. They're tougher. They're more. They're just better all round. Death Guard, Drakari. Now, it's it's a challenge for us. I think it's
1: yeah, for sure. There's
0: the you know, and we're going to go into this. I think a little bit more. Um, so let me um let me let me move on a little bit here. Um, so the obviously we've got this new meta that that's building you know the dracari book has literally just dropped like for for wider for for everybody i mean we've all known what's been in it you know since the first previews and first reviews started but it's now in most most players hands that want to play dracari Uh, that's right it came out it was actually delivered this weekend right
1: yeah, so the pre-order was last weekend. It's so, available to buy now. So yeah. I think if you pre-ordered it, it'll like ship yesterday. Okay, um, so. so like over the next week, everyone should be getting yes, their book.
0: yeah, it's 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 right there on the cusp of being, you know, a mainstay. So looking at the 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 bigger meta, the wider meta, the you know, I know there isn't much of one, um, but it is starting to creep up. We just had like Clutch City. Australia's had a couple more GTS. Um, since the start of the year, I've I've, I've got a site. Uh, I've got forty k stats up here. There's been probably about a dozen GT level, may, maybe a couple bigger. So we're starting to see something of a meta build up. So and, and and just as a note to anyone watching, whilst we all want to go back to tournaments, please wait until it's safe to do so. Like not just the government saying it's safe, but it's it's really safe. You know. I, yeah. Sure. I, I, I want to play so bad, but we've we got to be, we've got to be sensible people. Um, but yeah, like I said, so I was checking out, uh, 40k stats and a couple of things I noticed. So looking at the, these results, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not looking at you here, but I'm look, looking no at, you I it? <laughs> it. so looking at these results, okay. Um, I'm looking at the top fours from all the GTs since the first of the year. So, you know, almost four months worth of results. I'm seeing a lot of Dark Angels, a lot of Custodies, or Custodes, however we say it, Um, Orcs, surprisingly. Um, And, you know, there's a couple of other little things in there. Like, we've got our Sean Hayden, uh, Azarani, Eldari thing, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. Nick Nanavati with his sisters, Um, John Lennon with Tyranids, which that one, like, really, that is... Triple
1: Demacarian, like, I think, yes. or something, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh I, man.
0: Yeah. Oof. <laughs> but you know, like <laughs> that's ju- a unit. Yeah. Right. But you're John Lennon's, you're Nick Nannavalli, Sean Nadens, um, all, all, all these players. It's more about the player than the list. These are the people that write the list that everybody else uses. Right. These are the 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 vanguard of the competitive scene. Aside from them and their, you know, their particular list that just blow everyone away because they they just they know how to play the game. I'm so, like I said, dark angels are popular. We know they're strong. They're, they're tough and they're fast. Custodies, still working off their eighth edition codex, but um, it seems to be, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lay it all on a tank from Hellstorm Wargaming and his shield wall, but it, it's like there's been a little surge in custodies players since then, realizing the, the resilience they have, that, that they do not die. They sit there and they hold those points and they do not die. And then orcs. Not tough, but it's a lot of wounds. Now I, I haven't looked at the particular lists. So I, I you know, maybe I, I should have done that, I guess. But I'm going to assume there's a lot of boys. I know there's going to be a lot of those um the the, the guns, the grot guns that they sit at the back and and, and shoot, but the theme I'm noticing. Um it's not dominated, the, the, the GTs aren't being won necessarily by Space Marine spam. There's there's space, like, Codex Space Marines. There's a few in there. There's there's a Raven Guard list, and uh, there, there's a, well, there's a Blood Angels list, but they're, they're not everywhere. There's a couple of Sisters lists, and everyone, Sisters of Battle are, you know, OP. Harlequins. Apparently Harlequins have been winning everything from everything I read, They've won a couple GTs and they've got some placings. Dark Angels, Orcs, Custodies. Why? Like I, I've kind of given my thoughts, but why? Why do you think these not quite what everyone's talking about lists are doing so well in in the meta as it is right now? Or why are they the meta?
1: Yeah. So it's um it's a very interesting one. I think it it doesn't so much speak to the rules of each army but rather how the game functions right you know um because obviously ninth edition it's it's all about getting on those objectives and controlling it and from what i'm aware of the current like popular say orc lists they utilize a lot of the um you know their new buggies and stuff uh whichever i'm not like their names confuse me i'm not sure exactly which ones they use but you know they they utilize the the speed um to like hop on those objectives and like mm-hmm. you can bring them in squadrons as well yeah so you can really uh like say you know you can get a lot of wounds on an objective which mm-hmm. is hard to kill and then obviously you know you have your support of uh, upwards of 100 boys which yeah, are right. just kind of hanging out i know there was um a game on tabletop tactics actually pretty recently where they put the orcs against the ultramarines and right. the orcs killed almost nothing in the whole game okay but they still won because their aggressive board control is just so strong Um, And it's almost a flip then for the Custodes, right? Because you have very, very, like, few assets. But those assets are incredibly resilient. Like, so, so resilient. They are harder to kill than the Deck Guard in some cases. And that's pretty much the same for the Dark Angels, you know, where it's like you have very few units, but the units you have are really, really good quality. Mm -hmm. I know um, a couple of people have been talking about how you can basically power up a large blob of Terminators, uh as the debt wing so you know they have permanent transhuman yeah and if you're taking uh while we stand we fight that unit has to die um and if it doesn't die you're scoring points so having it's not very fun but like having a very strong unit of terminators that you keep in your own objective zone
0: yeah
1: obviously they're gonna live for the whole game Uh, you know it's it's giving you points It's, it's not very interesting gameplay but like you can do it
0: yeah
1: um but honestly like and then obviously Harlequins, you know they're utilizing their their crazy speed. Yeah. Um, but I, I think to play Harlequins at that high level, like it requires seriously good gameplay oh, because like
0: absolutely yeah.
1: Harlequins are like if you make one mistake, it's over yeah. you know if you if you play your hand too early or too late, the game is gone. like mm-hmm. it, there's no like kind of easy way to play Harlequins. They're like a high high yeah. level army. Um, but like taking any of those armies to a very high level, requires like really good skill as well you know um but like of all those armies like they're armies that we really like to play into you know because like custodes are like oh we're really resilient you know we can mitigate damage and then we're like okay we have a million attacks they're all damage one so it doesn't really matter if you're negating that i don't care about your invuln because i'm only minus two but i will drown you in these dice and yeah it's the same for the dark angels like people are like oh permanent transhuman veterans of the long war is like no good but Use like wild fury or yeah. um, stoke the nails, yeah, you know, and you will just take out those tetwing, no yeah. problem. Like that is not an issue. I I would happily play into any of those armies, and yeah. like orcs versus world leaders. Like I've played that at a few tournaments. That is so much fun. Oh, it is like the most fun game to play the ever. <laughs> dream. I think. I think that yeah. is
0: the ideal game. Oh, it's it's,
1: it's the best, man. Was
0: it uh, the Tusker? that you know, the orc that oh, Tusker Demon Killer, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. what a dude, but yeah, like I completely agree with you. Um, when the eighth edition Space Marine 2.0 codex came out, and suddenly Marines were like crazy good from zero to hero, I, I didn't play them for a while against them for a while, and I just kept seeing and hearing, oh my god, these are like this is ridiculous. Then I had a couple games against them, I was like. They they were hard games, but exactly what you said. I once combat hits. If if you can get your our world eaters into combat, up until now. You 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 didn't win the game, but you you started playing the game. It's, it's those first couple of turns where you're just trying to get into position. And eighth edition taught me, and I'm sure any you know world eaters player that that played enough. Eighth edition taught us how to move and how to position, because if we didn't make combat, we didn't win. Like generally, that was how the games played. So when Space Marines got good, uh, when I played Custodes, any of these armies that, 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 like you said, we just drown them in attacks. You've got a two up, four up. I don't care. I've got here's hundred dice. I'm re-rolling, re-rolling, re-rolling. You know, make seventy saves. You know, you're going to fail enough to make your, your you know, three-man uh, custody's blob either dead or down to one wound on one of them. It's... I don't care. And, uh, you know, we've got the AP or we can boost the AP. We've got all these tricks. But now we can get into combat and if we can do the combat, we can still do that. But this is flipped. It's turned that switch off or it's turned the dimmer down. Now we're perhaps not being able to actually roll those dice. So the the you know the dark angels I, I don't think the custodes have a way to affect Fire order
1: yeah no i don't believe so i think that was a rule that kind of uh, came into the 9th edition yeah um well, unless there's something in their psychic awakening but i'm pretty I, yeah. I would say i'm like 80% sure there isn't yeah there know?
0: was i i know that, uh, either death guard or the judiciar the the, the the executioner for the marines when mm. that model was released I believe was the first version of it for marines and then I know uh, the death guard have a character that does it or like a, a psychic and they, they have something but yeah I'm not entirely sure yeah I think it's were. one of
1: their very on characters the, yeah. um, maybe the putrefier I want to say oh no it's like a it's like a relic you can put on one of those okay, guys or something. Right, yeah. Yeah. They,
0: they've yeah. got something but um yeah there's there's definitely a theme going on here like there's definitely something um going on so it kind of leads me on um to to the next next point I want to talk about here um and it, and it's specifically about world eaters what do you think they need the world eaters need to get back into a position where we're challenging? You know, we're, I'm not talking, you know, top table. I'm not talking about winning it going five and zero or four and zero or even three and zero at RTT. But you know, where if you go to a tournament, uh, you know, like a, a something pretty competitive, where you think you can go three and two maybe four and one if if you get a good draw, you know, and you've you've got the hope for the win. Like, what do you think we need? Um,
1: yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting one. I would still say that, despite how difficult it may be right now against certain armies, it's still nowhere near as bad as it was in like the height of Eighth Edition, where we would just throw as many units as we could across the board and hope they don't get yeah. lifted. It's still not that bad, believe me. It's wow. nowhere near that bad. It, yeah. It's still okay. You know, yeah. we can still go to a tournament and do okay. But yeah. that being said, there is things we totally need to. So yeah, I I just have some some notes here okay. um, I think one of the most important things and it really shows in like the new codexes is, is like uh, and obviously we don't have it it's like a meaningful command structure you know you have if you look at the deck guard like they have all these incredible characters that do so many different yeah. things you know you've got plague yeah. surgeons you've got um, uh, the fire. guys who turn off the stuff you've got yeah. the lords who do a bunch of things demon princes you know <coughs> yeah. it's the same with the dracari you know you have Really, really crazy combat characters like yeah. Drazar and Lilith, and they want to uh,
0: bring so many as well. Like both yeah. those armies, whether it's three patrols or the uh, that special thing where the elite characters don't the take raid up. Uh,
1: raiding force or something. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, Dracori yeah,
0: have the raid uh, real space raiders, real space raiders, and, raid, yeah. and uh, the Death Guard are allowed to bring three elite characters in in a single slot or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's
1: the same for Marines and Necrons. You know, like. I think Necrons have some incredibly interesting characters that work on disruption. Um, right. Like, they mess with the enemy rather than buffing your guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with the Marines, obviously, like, there's, you know, a million and one different characters that you want to take, but you can't take them all. Yeah. So, but, like, we don't have that, you know. We have, like, oh, we have our lords. He gives reroll to hit. We have our champion who gives reroll to wound. And that's mm-hmm. it, you know. Like, it, <laughs> when it comes to buffing other guys, we, like, the Master of Executions doesn't do anything. The Greater no. Possessed does a very small amount for a very select few Yes, I think one of the most important things that will actually push us back into the higher folds of competitive is having characters that provide meaningful abilities to units in our own army or meaningful debuffs to units in yeah. other armies you know I, I would say that's like probably one of the most and like even stuff like you know the way the Jukari have all older like Master Archon or Master Succubus now mm-hmm. like the ability to take a character who's pretty good and then take it up to that next level yeah you know we need that as well so i don't know be it like a master lord or like a better apostle or something like that you know we need those abilities too they're so so important for making army function well i think that's one of the most important things
0: i i i completely agree um i think that that command structure definitely like the you know like the the um master of sanctity or whatever the, all, all the different things the marines get yes uh, a, a a very exalted champion for for, for instance you know <laughs> he's not just exalted i actually i actually went in uh, looked at my uh, uh grabbed my thesaurus out and then realized i could just google it but um to look up other words for exalted that were you know more pompous and 40k and there because yeah, you anything. got like
1: the aspiring champion for each squad and yeah. then exalted i don't know like there, there the isn't. best champion yeah <laughs> like
0: yeah if there was nothing you know 40k enough so the very exalted champion right yeah um but yeah we need that but i think also as a as a core overhaul or like a, a an almost like a, a redesign or, or whatever of the world eaters um Nothing sweeping like, but I still want us, obviously, to be a Berserker-focused charge, combat, fight, kill, move on. You know, that, that is what a World Eater's Army is, right? But we have to get, there's, I, 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 I'm going to talk about this after as well, but I, I, in my head I have this like trifecta of things for a combat army. Speed or mobility, resilience and kill power, offensive power. And that's purely for close combat. Because if you talk about a ranged army, you you really if you've got really good range power, you don't really need mobility or or uh, resilience because you just kill everything and then slowly walk, right? <laughs> but as a combat army, we need uh, you have to have two of those things. If you're very lucky, you get all three. Um, but you know, like the Drakari you know they're taking their, their mobility and their kill power. Death Guard are taking resilience and kill power we only have kill power we can, we can <laughs> it's
1: unfortunate yeah, isn't
0: it <laughs> you know like all of our best strategies are, are, are ways of like gaming rhinos or gaining uh, deep strikes or strategic reserves we're trying to recreate mobility or resilience or both but we're using these these archaic rules that just they're just we're not equipped we do not have in my opinion the right tools we can we can do the best we can with it, but I think we need things which are going to enhance the toolset we have. Whether it's through advance and charge, you know the, the the obvious things, right? That everyone's talked about for three four years that just you know take us back a couple of editions. But this like we need we need to we need to enhance either our our mobility. Or our resilience, I think. I think we're more likely to get an an enhancement to mobility, and and that doesn't mean having like eight inch movement berserk. Because it just means rhinos can disembark after after moving. You know, something. Could you imagine? Even if it was land raiders, if land raiders bring back the assault rush assault. Yes. (laughs) If we could disembark, because there's precedent. Um, kind of white scars can do it, but out of a rhino, but they can't charge world eaters should be able to disembark out of a land raider and absolutely charge like just we, we need some we need some core rule changes but all right, let, let, let me stop there because I, I know this is something we're, we're to kind of talk about now actually um, yeah I, I so I asked you um, and I've come up with my own list as well um, like three things that we'd like to see or or something that we think is necessary like a core change or improvement to to world eaters right and um, then something that you think is likely something that you know games workshop is it just seems like it's a given that it's going to happen perhaps and then and then a wish list then then a meme or whatever you want but go go I got ahead a good
1: one for that <laughs> uh, tell tell
0: me your number one the, the thing that you no think problem. is necessary
1: yeah so like for my necessary again i really think like i'd love to just like emphasize that command structure i think it's so important Uh, and like the upgradable unit selections for there like that's all absolutely necessary to compete but one of the like most important things and i think as we're seeing more codexes come out i would say it's now the most important thing is either ways to overcome or ways to interact with these like new sort of abilities we're seeing in the fight phase so like your fight last your fight first it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to just be able to be like, ignore all those rules because that is so boring. It's so, so boring when GW are like, here is a cool rule. And you're like, wow, that's really interesting. And then the next thing that comes out is like, now we ignore that cool rule. That is so, so boring. I do not want that at all. I just want a way that we can interact that doesn't necessarily just overwhelm all those things because like you know like it's it's very interesting that they have this fight last mechanic because like at the start they were like oh everyone has like all these fight first abilities and that's really cool and then they brought in this fight last which is so interesting i think it's such a cool new rule it's just yeah. really unfortunate that it's such a kryptonite for our armies but yeah. like it i i really don't want to see us be able to just ignore all this like but um Even if it was, like, army-wide fight first, like Slaanesh has, I don't think we're going to get that. But it's just an example, you know? Because that the way the FAQ currently reads is that would change alternating activations if you're in a fight last, fight first situation. Which is cool, you know? Because then you have... I love that, like sort of like mind games where you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this unit first, but then you're going to be able to pick. And then I'm like, but which unit do I want fighting yeah. like fourth? You yeah, know, and it's, it's I, great. Think I love that. So, like, that's like that high level of kind of yeah. thinking in the fight phase, which is like, so I, I, I'll touch on that again later. But like, that's, I think, one of the most necessary things for us. Okay. Uh, so what did you think actually for uh, the most necessary thing?
0: Uh, basically, I, I've already shown my hand on that, but I think transports. I think because of my, you know, and this is just my personal theory, the, 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 the mobility, resilience, kill power, right? Transport, we, we have the kill power. Transport does mobility and resilience. It doubles up. Right now, the 80-point Rhino is the bottom of the barrel. The Land Raider is too expensive. The The Termite is good, but it's inaccessible for most players, or it's it's prohibitive because it's forge world um and i i think the cost isn't quite right myself dread claws are the same the charybdis absolutely i i I love them but when when we're thinking about that the best we can possibly do every one of them doesn't quite make it so i just fall back to rhinos right they do the job they, they do what they're supposed to do. They're like a can of Ron Seal. They do what they say on the tin. But they're, they're not good enough. They're just not good enough for what? Because we need them almost more than any other army. So I think transports need something. Now, I, I had someone say in one of my uh, YouTube things about uh, talking about rhinos. And uh, they said, you know, I want I want a new transport. I was like, I would love that. But my own personal theories on the Chaos Space Marines are kind of getting the old Marine models, you know, as they replace the 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 Predator tanks with the Repulsors and stuff. We're going to use them for a few more years before they get finally decommissioned. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep the Rhino. I want a World Eater's Rhino. It's the same model. It's just, you know, it's got the World Eaters. It's, it's, it's the the World Eaters custom Rhino. It's toughness six, right? You, it's, it's less tough because they've stripped the armor out because they want to squeeze more bodies in there. But okay. it's got 14 inches of movement or 15 or 16 inches of movement. Mm-hmm. So it's weaker. Maybe take some wounds off there or something. I, I don't care. Debuff it because we're one of the few armies that actually gets fluffy rules, right? That we hurt ourselves, <laughs> but, but, you know, Khan kills his own, own, own soldiers. own it's GW
1: right Chaos, right? Where it's right. just like, oh, you guys get the fluffy reels that yes, hurt yourselves. And right.
0: It's like, Thanks, but, um, GW. <laughs> yeah. But this the the, the World Eater's Rhino, it, it's faster, it's less tough, and it disembarks after moving because it's World Eater's. And we're just so angry. But we take... The, uh, we, when we disembark after moving, you roll a dice for every model inside and on a roll of one, a, a model is slain because they kill each other when they're piling out. It's fluffy, but it will also be great. It's not broken because there's a gamble, there's a risk. I would like to see something... I, I'm not saying this should be a rule. I'm just saying, you know, in my thinking, we need rules like this. Transport's for me are the key... There's so many other things, and like we, we, you know, two wounds and uh, new new characters and character upgrades and better stratagems. But mobility, uh, the armored assault for me is like the key to making a World Eaters army work. A to B, then they can blow us up because we're going to get out and chop their heads off. Right? To me, that's like a key component um, of of what we need. So yeah, okay. So so go on to what you think we're likely to get from GW what not what we want not what we need what we're probably going to get could be good could be bad
1: right yeah so i mean there's obviously like a trend you know with all the current codexes that have come out that you can see and like i'm not going to say stuff like two in marines and and you know all the things that we know are happening yes don't we don't need to address that it's going to happen but you know um I think we're very likely to see obviously upgraded legion traits um because like currently we have like one ability you know it's <laughs> plus one attack yes. when we charge yeah. in the first fight phase yeah it's so bad like we didn't
0: uh, need think, it anyway like,
1: i can't even begin to explain how bad it is it's terrible um but you know it's what we have we're probably going to get like uh sort of super doctrine equivalent you know like tricari of power from pain deckard have their contagions i don't know what the chaos one's going to be um i'm sure it's going to be something really cool so we're going to have that we're going to have our core legion trait we're going to have all the like hateful assaults well actually no that's being baked in so you know like some some form of uh like kind of veterans of the long war-esque sort of like leadership stuff i don't know yeah. um and our, our legion trait is probably going to have two things like yes. most traits we're seeing now like the sub faction within the faction they have two traits yeah which is you know that's probably what we're going to get yeah i would also say that we're very likely to get some form of you pay points and this unit or this character gets upgraded we've seen that in every single codex mm-hmm. uh and it is it's so cool like i love it so much i think it's probably my favorite thing with the new books is like i know for jakari you can have like the Trueborn or the blood yeah, brides yeah. um or like the master archon and stuff that is so so cool and like there's like three things i want to see from that right okay. i want to see the teal of corn as an upgradable havoc okay, squad yeah oh, oh yeah Love it. i want to see the red butchers stay there like they're going to go to that point points, it's yes. not going to be a cp anymore yeah. like that I would say that's a given, you yeah, know. I almost um, guarantee. Aside from characters, then the only other thing I really want to see, and I would say this is like pretty unlikely, but upgradable dreadnoughts into like berserker dreadnoughts. Yes. You know, like the way the yeah. forgeal kit used to be. Yep. Yeah man i would i would run like armies of only those guys if i could do it you know yeah yeah exactly that. but
0: yeah,
1: and i don't know what it would be maybe like plus one strength and like a bunch of extra attacks not fighting twice because like no, a fighting twice dreadnought no. would be way way yeah. way too much but like oh man it would be so cool and it doesn't even have to be that good it would just be so yeah. cool yeah but uh i would say like some form of upgradable units and um better traits for the army as a whole. I think those are the things that like we can 100% expect. I don't know the ins and outs of what those will be, but we're like basically guaranteed to get those.
0: Yeah. So I just want to respond to that quick chosen. Okay. I know it's not specific to world eaters chosen. I think uh, are a guaranteed generic chaos space Marine upgrade because there's no real model line for them other than the old dark vengeance models Monopose that you can get on ebay there's no official gw but we there's going to be a code, codex entry there are, there are they're too ingrained in the law I think we're going to be able to upgrade a squad of chaos space marines to chosen for plus one leadership plus one attack and probably extra special weapons or heavy weapons in the squad I, th- yeah. I, I think the theme you're talking about with the upgradable squads units characters is bang on the money um, I I want us. They need to give us more models because we need to have more variety. We we need a, a generic lord with a jump pack. Um, I know there's Harken Claimer and there's the old Lightning Claw Lord, but we need we need. Ooh, that model. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and we need. Uh, I, actually, I'm going to stop because I'm going to talk about this in a minute. But before I I I'm going to not tell you mine. I'm going to show you mine. Uh, okay. Bullet point two, ignore combat modifiers or basic advanced chart. So what you said you don't want GW to give us because it's boring is exactly what I think GW is going to give us because not yeah. that I've, I want it's not that I want it, it would be great, but it's not something I think is it's not fun. I completely agree with you. It's like you it just pushes the game where they've done all this work to speed the game up you know removing the disgusting resilient rolls it's why i think we'll lose our fight twice ability um we're speeding up the game right we're combining dice rolls into one one roll instead of three separate rolls right it's one of the things they're doing i think by having all these bouncing back fight first fight last fight at the end of the phase fight again interrupt it's just it's just adding bloat into that phase but i think they're going to give us something like it
1: yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, uh, as a addition as a, as a whole, you know, um, like GW kind of said at the start of it that combat was going to be really important. And yeah. we all kind of, you know, jokes. We're like, they don't know what they're talking yeah. about. It's not going to be important at all. But it, it totally is. You know, uh, the yes. game is now one in the combat phase yes. because of your maneuverability around objectives. I would hope that, like, they seem to be cognizant of that in terms of the amount of different variation of combat stuff that they're adding in if they can introduce like a new player into the combat phase in terms of rules that we haven't seen before, yeah. which like, you know, I like they. I would have never thought they would have brought in a fight last rule and it right. never once would have crossed my mind. So they are capable of doing it. I just really hope it's not what you said, yeah. you know, where it's just like a coverall. It's so boring. Yeah. Um, I want something that like, you know, when I rock up to the table, my opponents are just going to roll their eyes and be like, Oh, this guy ignores like yeah. all my incubi or yeah. my deckard stuff. Like so, so boring. Like, let's not, <laughs> that's I, not hope for
0: that. I, I'm, for me, it will be won or lost on something like this. Whether it's the Chaos Marine book or, you know, some other combat army that comes out before us, whether it's orcs or, or, or whoever. Right. If they do, just keep bouncing. Fight first, fight last, and then someone gets it, it. What will happen is it will be the next Space Marine supplement. Space Marines are never affected by modifiers to the fight phase. You know that's what's going to happen. Mm, but. Yep. If the next combat army, the next combat focus army comes out with this this third way, but I can't I can't think of how they do it, but GW throw they, they come up with these rules. It's literally their job to invent well-designed rules. And they're doing a pretty good job. Like I, I really like 9th edition. I don't like that it's taking us so long, but that's our out of our hands and they're a business. But every codex and every rule I've seen has been equal parts fluffy, optimized, good for the army and good for the game and good for ninth edition. So I want to trust them. I just am so scared that it's gonna be when they finally fail it's gonna be with world eaters, you know? <laughs> We're gonna be the yeah. downfall. I, I
1: that's it's everyone's fear, right? I for know. for their own armies. Is yeah. that but I mean uh, you, you touched on a very good point where you said that like the codexes are very fluffy. Yeah. But also, you know, that fluffiness is competitive. Yeah. Because like when you when you put a Dracari army on the table now, it is going to look so cool. Like, the raiding uh, real space raid, yeah. that is, like, hands down one of the coolest things they've yeah. ever come up with. And the fact that they have managed to make that a competitively viable yes. choice, but not so good that, like, you wouldn't take anything else. Right. Uh, it's uh, just, it's so good. It's so, so, so good. Um, and I, I just, like, I would hope that we will see a similar treatment where we will look at our book and we will say, this is an incredibly fluffy thing, but we can also now duke it out on the yeah. top tables I don't know if that's going to happen. I I'm fingers crossed that it will, but we'll just have to wait and see. I,
0: in my opinion, and you know, I'm not totally down. I, I I don't know a lot about the lore of a lot of other armies, right? But it seems to me that the good builds, not maybe the 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 top builds, but the strong builds of Death Guard of Drakari, from the little I know of most of the Space Marine chapters, the strong builds. That you're scared of, that anyone is scared of or concerned about, perfectly fit in with the narrative of what you expect that army to do. The real space raiders—they're, they're, you know, they're a raiding pirate force. They're coming in. They're not a, a a proper army. They're literally, you know, a bunch of scavengers jumping in, strike hard, strike fast, and then get out. Death Guard. Whether you're running Mortarion, who's, you know, who's. Crazy powerful, but you don't need to run Mortarian to be a competitive Death Guard list. You know, you you've got your your Terminators and your Marines and the other things they can run. I I'm really loving that. I'm loving that that combination of fluff and power, and and you're powerful because you're fluffy. I, I love that. That that's how the game should yeah.
1: be. I mean, like as the the game, you know, it's it's getting more and more popular, and like people who don't necessarily collect 40k are seeing it at tournaments and stuff, Yeah, I think GW has become very aware of the fact that they want the armies at those tournaments to look like armies and not look like, you know, a Knight Castellan, 32 Guardsmen, yeah. and Blood three AD Space Marine yeah. characters. If I don't know what the hobby is and I turn up to a tournament and I'm like, oh, cool, I'll check this out, and I see that on a table, I'm like, that looks stupid.
0: And you see it but- on every other table
1: yeah when you're like oh well okay that's really boring but now i i show up and i see this like guy with huge wings and a side surrounded by like these really tough looking dudes fighting off against this like pirate flotilla (laughs) with like these terrifying like space elves and then i go to the next table and it's like these like guys with like swords and shields and power armor facing off this endless horde of like terminator looking undead robots yeah like the aesthetic of the tournament scene is definitely getting better
0: yes um
1: and i i think it's a thing that gw are probably quite focused on maintaining so yeah. you know i'm pretty hopeful on that front so i think it's going to be okay
0: okay all right well tell me your third choice i don't know what i don't know what you picked by the look on your face i'm guessing it's something pretty funny so just hit hit us with it darren
1: so it's it's very niche uh i wanted it's a weapon choice uh, okay. Be it for Berserkers or Chaos Lord. But okay. I want Meteor Hammers. If you remember. Yes! Yes! Like, how cool would it be? I, I even... I went so far as to write up like a, a fake profile for them. So you oh got two modes of attacking. Yep, yep You got yep. plus three strength, AP okay. two and damage two. Yep. Or you have plus one strength, AP one, damage one, but three extra attacks.
0: Yes! Sold!
1: Yeah. Take I think my it body. would just be... Like, because I've always been like, oh, like the Berserkers need a unique weapon, you know? Yes! they can they can 100%. take a load of stuff but like it's all stuff that everyone else can take and you know you look at your plague marines or your rubricai or your noise marines and they all have something that only they can take yeah i want meteor hammers yeah. <laughs> you know that would be so cool
0: yeah i I've, I've had exactly the literally exactly the same conversation and i want to say the stats were pretty damn close i think when when I talked about it, I I wanted it, or I suggested it would be minus one to hit on the on the strike profile, the heavy mm, profile, yeah, right? Yeah, makes sense. That that's hilarious because yeah, they need. Berserkers have got everything: volume, accuracy. We can get AP. We don't have damage. We I don't mind us being damage one, right? Because that's fine. Uh, Marines and everyone who's got chain swords and chain axes are damage one. I don't mind. But we need a damage two or a damage three. Even if it's two out of eight marines or one out of eight marines can take it. You get a champion with a, you know, with a fist or a hammer if you need it. But then you get the meteor hammer on on the the guy that no one else likes. They're berserkers. (laughs) And it's, you know, it's Dave at the back and he just never shuts up. And he won't stop swinging his bloody hammer. But when you need him, you just let him go, and he just. He's like the. uh, Have you played uh, Total War Warhammer? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Like the 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 little goblins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I can't remember what they're Um, called.
1: Oh, uh, not flagellants. I know the ones you're on. I think it's the huge maces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And also, knowing GW, like, they'll probably do this, and it's going to be like on like, minus one to hit, and on rolls of one, two, or three, you kill your own guys, or something stupid like that, you know? Um, I'll be totally fine with it yes, as well. i would be like, imp- give me a whole squad like, of these guys. Yes, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I
1: would say that, like, it, you know, obviously we don't know if it's going to happen, but, like, if there is a new Berserker kit, I would say... Like ninety nine percent guarantee that there will be a unique weapon in yes. there, I, be it a meteor hammer or something like, uh, I don't know, like the headsman's axe or, or something yeah. like a huge, huge axe. Or yeah, yeah like the blades yeah. that would actually be really cool, like a lightning clock. of. Yeah, yeah. Like we will, we will get a unique weapon. Yes. Hopefully, it will be something like based off the Rampager Squad. I, yeah. I would love that, but look, we'll just have to wait and see, you know.
0: I I, I think the uh, uh, it will be options for a great axe. Or, or the Meteor Hammer. Like, a, an up, it, you know, it'd be a thunder hammer on a chain, basically. It'll be an yeah. improvised, you know, because it's a, a relic of the lost age, but they still remember it. Yes, I wa- we will get a new kit eventually. I, I wish we had some good rumors about it. We will get a kit. And yes, it would only make sense to give them those options. You know, whether it's one per five, two per eight, or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you, we'll get it. So that kind of leads in your your I, I, I love that. That that's great. And it kind of ties in a little bit to mine. Um because my wish is it's not meme at all, but it's also something you've already said. Um more unique characters, not necessarily upgrades to characters, because we definitely need that and we will get that, I think. But unique characters. The blood priest, you know, this we every world eaters player has talked about, you know, Age of Sigmar, you know, the, the warriors of corn or the whatever they are, the blood, blood bound or whatever,
1: slaughter priests, I think.
0: Yeah, they get the slaughter priest, yeah, and yeah. they've got like three or four different models, I believe, for that. But
1: and they're all really cool. <laughs> the big,
0: bald, lanky guy <laughs> yeah. who's just like savage looking, they're amazing models, and a blood priest, um. You know, uh, it's a variation of an apostle. Sure, whatever. I don't care. I want a blood priest. I just want it to be called blood priest or slaughter priest or butcher priest or or, or something like um the uh, he's in uh, is it uh, not chosen a corn eater of worlds one one of corn's retinue is like he, he he's one of the first ones to truly fall to corn and like they refer to him as the blood priest. But um, mm. but also um, I want to see an exalted champion in Terminator armor. I just, oh my, and or jump out—that'd oh, be so right? good. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. No, and if it's world eaters unique. It's a, it's a Carderi. It's, 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 it's you know an even better Red Butcher. It's oh,
1: don't, don't do that to me. But, don't give me that hope. But no, but stop.
0: <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more because the exalted champion—you can't take him by himself because he's you know he's he's Red Butcher. He's unleashed. So mm. you have the the tech priest, the warp smith. That, that lets him go, right? But like you, you know, we get some um, some monstrous-looking, you know, sort of disco lord light sort of thing, something in between a warp smith and a disco lord, spider legs or something. I don't care. And he his weapon, one of his weapons, is a goddamn exalted champion on a chain, who he lets go, and you know you, you you let him go and instantly 2d6 movement before the movement phase <laughs> just i don't care he he's he must move he must advance he must charge he must fight you basically don't get to control him okay. he's, he he is your your you know your your bomb that you're throwing at them and you let the dice do the do the decisions for you
1: i think that would be so cool like so so cool
0: it's, it's but like to touch on to Orky. it is
1: but like kind of world leaders are anyway right exactly um like to touch on that it's something the like unique characters is something i always say uh in my group as well where i I, there's so much like scope for really cool unique ones but one of the things that i really want to see as well as all those ones you said is like a unique apothecary but like yeah apothecary you know because like i think they have it in 30k where the apothecaries can like stoke the nails for the world leaders okay and it like makes them fight better in some description but at the end of the fight phase the nails can just blow up their heads. (laughs) Uh so even if it was like okay you get this amazing buff for like a phase but at the end of the phase you have to like make a leadership check and if you fail you suffer this many mortal wounds. Yeah. Like an apothecary you couldn't do that. And it speaks back to what we were saying earlier about like, you know, a good command structure. That's a buff that isn't just re rolling hits and isn't just re rolling wounds. And there's a cost as well. And like there should be a cost to a lot of these buffs. And like I I would just love to see and like some make the master executions good as well for world leaders. Just like make him cool because yeah. God, he sucks so much and he's such a cool model. But yeah. he is like the apart from Harkin Worldclaimer. He is the worst written rule set in the Chaos oh, yeah. Codex.
0: Yeah, I, it's I've a shame. I've tried so many times to make him work to make a master of executions work. I've never I've never fielded him because every time I squeeze squeeze one into a list, I am like, okay, so if I give him, I. It's either the Berserker Glaive or I think Gorefather you can give to him, right?
1: He no, he can take the Berserker Glaive. Berserker Gla- He can't okay. take Gorefather.
0: Right, that's right. So you give him the Berserker Glaive, okay, he's a little bit more resilient. Now if I give him Battle Lust, no, he doesn't need that because he already heroically intervenes, like OP. Disciple of God, No like th- there's nothing he's got a little bit of everything, but none of it is enough to be worth it. He's 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 like the mini jack of all trades. He's got a little bit of all the good stuff. But not, what, not even combined, are they good enough to make him worth it? And I say that, and I'm sure some people are going to be typing, no, no, Master executions is amazing.
1: Well, I mean, he still dies to two Heavy Bolters, right? Yeah. So, yep. yeah. I He's, mean, I used to run him with, uh, I think it's Eternal Hatred from the first Chaos Space Marine Codex, right. where he does Mortal Wounds on Wounds of Sixes. Yeah, yeah. Because he does that innately anyway. Right. Uh, so you can kind of get him going with like a bit of a Mortal Wound rule, but like he has to be our Warlord then. Yeah. Uh, which you definitely don't want as yeah. a guy with no involvement in four weeks. Like, he is he's pants. Like, he is quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I mean, there was that really cool artwork they showed off of him, like, yesterday. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. Now, is like that, that brand that
0: new? Like, because I. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh, it is brand new. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I wasn't sure because it's like. I remember I saw some Corn uh, Demon art probably about a year and a half ago. And I was like, oh my God, it's brand new. Brand new Corn Art. And I was like, posting it in places and. Oh, that's from the codex from, like, three years ago. Like, son of a gun. <laughs> wow, I was excited. Yeah,
1: no, because there's actually, like, only been, I think, like, previously, like, two other instances of, like, Master of Execution's artwork right. because, like, obviously, it's such a new unit, you yeah. know? Uh, one was, like, on the cover of um, Vigilus, and yeah. another was, like, his unit entry in that book. Okay. Uh, and this one, it's, like, it's even done in that new ninth edition art style right, as well, which okay. is, like, such a good art style. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, here's hoping, you know, yeah, we'll yeah, have definitely. to
0: wait and see. So, all right kind of linked into all the things we've just talked about obviously um you you've had a read and I've had a read of this uh, this homebrew codex from uh, whatthe40k.com um and I I really enjoyed it now uh, for for anyone watching there will be a, a link below whatthe40k.com um uh, you know a, a website you um got a youtube channel and um they've come up with this homebrew chaos space marine codex and it's really well written, in my opinion. It's it's got the sort of amount of work that should hopefully go into our codex when we get it. It's 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 taken everything from Death Guard codex, uh, not everything. It's it's used the structure and the way the rules are written and everything from Death Guard Space Marines, anyone else that might be kind of related to Chaos Marines, <clears throat> excuse me. And they've given us. Or they've given all chaos players like a like a, a workaround if you want to play in like friendly games. Obviously, it's not going to stand up competitively because it's homemade rules. But we have both had a, a, a bit of a read through and just just want to touch on it because I think it's worth worth talking about. But go go ahead, Dara. What did you make of it?
1: Yeah, so I think overall it was um, it was an interesting read. Um, like you said, it, there, there's a lot of tie-ins to like the Guard and the the base base Marine codex, which uh personally for me i hope that's not actually really what we see okay. uh like there's a lot of stratagems where it's like this is transhuman but it's called something else or like right. this is the deck thing but it's called something else right i i like that the deck guard codex was not the same as the space marine codex like i like that they yeah. didn't have a transhuman in there yeah uh and i hope that we see something similar because it's really boring to just be like oh we're loyal space marines but we have demon engines
0: you know right, yeah
1: but like i can definitely see why from a sort of homebrew perspective that they would focus on that because like what else do they have to go off of right Uh, but that being said there was some really like cool things in there so like I know for the world leaders they had like a blood tithe which was like kind of similar like it had elements of the corn demon kin uh, from like back in 7th edition where it's like you you know you you work up this tithe as you kill more and more units except you like the way they have it here where it's like you spend uh, like points point, to like yeah. get all these abilities some of those abilities were <laughs> very very strong like a little bit too strong but yeah. I, I really as a concept it's really cool and it's it's tying back to literally what i just said about that unique aspect like mm-hmm. you're not going to have that somewhere else so i thought that was really cool um the mark of corn being plus one strength and plus one ap in combat is uh, really good but it's way too good like it's way way too powerful <laughs> like as a as a free upgrade on a unit you know
0: yeah.
1: like pushing berserkers to strength 6 or even base marines to strength 5 like that would be yeah. and an extra ap you know uh, it would be uh, I think it's and, and like demon engines and stuff you know like going to uh, some of them will be going to strength nine, like a, a brass scorpion would be yeah. outrageous okay. with yeah, that kind absolutely. of ability. Uh, I think it's like, well, it's a very nice idea. And obviously if we got that rule, I would be like, I am going to exploit this to oh, the nines. percent. It is way too strong for a zero point upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> you think know, um, just
0: just quickly, I, I want to say, I, I can't find it right now, but I want to say there was a caveat that for each of those uh, cult upgrades, the cult unit didn't receive it. So uh, like a Plague Marine wouldn't get plus one toughness. Right. Corn Berserker wouldn't get plus one strength. But everything else would. I, yep. I, I believe that's in there, but I can't find it at the moment.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's it's like really cool, but really strong. That being said, I don't have a good alternative to what you would do for the Mark of Corn. Yeah, uh, Marks of Chaos are kind of one of those things where it's like... If they stopped being a thing, I don't think I would mind too much because it's just one of those rules that's really awkward to write because they're a free yeah. upgrade, so you don't want them to be too strong. But then if they don't really do anything, people give out about them not doing anything, so yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see what else there is here. Uh, Death to the False Emperor as a stratagem is so good. I know uh, they mean, had that in there. Yeah. I think it was like rerolling hits instead of like the, you know, six plus generates extra hits. Right. That would be incredible like you know it it should never have been our faction ability as a stratagem it is amazing um i'm also a huge fan of their fury of corn stratagem so it used to be fight twice but now it's like plus two to the charge and plus three to your consolidate yes oh that is such a good rule (laughs) and it's perfect like it's not too powerful it's but it's it's strong and you would definitely use it and it is exactly what fury of corn should be because it's so boring to be like hey fight again yeah <laughs> you know? it's
0: mobility it, yeah. it's the it's yeah. it's a mobility buff that yeah like yeah absolutely
1: and like fury of corn on a unit of red butchers coming out of deep strike where you're going to have like a 7 inch charge re-rollable Six oh,
0: inch scary. with the... Uh, Six plus,
1: inch if you keep the Warlord trait. Yeah, 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 No, the
0: the the Butcher's Nails Legion trait in the whole Sorry, room. yes, yeah. of course, yeah. So, uh,
1: now, there was like a stratagem, yeah, because it was like plus one to advance and charge, right? Yes. There was also like a generic stratagem, I think, where you could just advance and charge anyway.
0: Okay. I think
1: the mirroring of those would be a bit too much, where yeah. it's like, you know, the War Leaders can all advance and charge and they get plus one to those roles. Like, you're talking like kind of Harlequin levels of mo- mobility at that point, which... Uh, I'll get to that when we talk about archetypes and stuff. Yeah. But like that's not really something I, I would like too much. But yeah. yeah, I think overall there was some really cool ideas. Um, and as like a homebrew thing, it was incredibly well written. Yeah, a lot of thought was put into it. Um, like you know, really admirable work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long it would have taken, but it's longer than I yeah. would have given to a project oh, like absolutely,
0: that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, obviously I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I absolutely. Think it's uh, it's a labour of love and the effort that's gone in is amazing. I just think, and it's maybe our fault because we are so devoted and focused on world eaters, right? And we both appreciate their 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 weaknesses as well as their strengths. We, I, I I'm pretty sure you'd you'd agree with me that we we don't want them to be eighth edition space marines 2.0, right? We want them no, to be we want them to be good and strong and powerful. But I want to know if I go to a tournament and do well, I did it with, with a good army, but not the one that everyone oh, this guy's playing world eaters. Oh, well, you know, he's he's already, you know, he's won three games without even rolling a dice. I don't want that. I want my victories to be respected as my my, my my ability as a player your ability as a player they're a surprisingly cerebral army and
1: yeah i can't i can't even like tell you how much i agree with that like that right. is like that is like the reason why i play them anyway because yes. they're such a, a difficult army to get your head around yeah despite being very like kind of one-dimensional yeah like i i think the worst thing that could possibly happen like it would actually be worse if that was the result, like a Eighth Edition Space Marines level, yeah. that would be so much worse than, we'll say, a really bad Codex. Because like we had a really bad Codex for all of Eighth, and I still had a ton of fun with the I World loved Leaders. And every I. Game.
0: Every i game. loved
1: rocking up to a table and someone being like what the hell why are you bring world leaders and i'm like because i am crazy and i want to do it and it's just good fun and like people would would really enjoy it you know they'd be like oh yeah. cool i've never like played this before or whatever yeah. and like the games you would win you would feel such a sense of like accomplishment yes And if it's, like, Iron Hand's level of, like, I don't know, like, the world leaders just don't die and then they get to combat and they kill everything, I will probably just switch to a different army. Because that is not going to be fun. I'll take my demons out, you know, or I'll take my knights out. Like, I will actually just drop my world leaders because it just won't be fun. It It won't be fun for me because there's no reward and it won't be fun for my opponent. And at the end of the day, even if you're in a competitive environment, it is a game of toy soldiers and... It's just about like having fun with someone else, and sure, it's competitive. But like, if one person isn't having fun, then like, you know, what's the point?
0: I, I I I couldn't agree with you more. I and I was as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, what I'm gonna say is I'm not gonna play them if they're Iron Hands, if they're like the Raven Guard, any of those super tough factions which were almost, you know, easy mode, uh, play themselves and win games. I I won't play. I'll still follow. I'll still make content about them. I'll still do r- reports on their competitive success. But I don't know if I'll personally play was Certainly not a competitions, uh, A tournament. I, w- I would pick up something else. Um, because I don't want. I'm not in it. I I, I want to win every game. right? I want to win every game. But I want to win a game because. My opponent and I were equally matched in skill level. And our armies were balanced enough. And it came down to, you know, who who made the right crucial decision at the right time, and who was the better general. And if that's my opponent, I will absolutely love to be defeated like that, by being outplayed and outsmarted. And if I win like that, I'm proud of that victory. But if my army is just easy mode, I don't care. That's why we're seeing John Lennon win with tyrannids, right? That's why we're seeing Sean Naden win with. With Eldar, which everyone said is like bottom or close to the bottom of the pile, and then a a Tau army just did not that I'll ever be at those heights, but that's that's the kind of game I want to play,
1: yeah. Well, like it it really speaks volumes, like especially um, Sean Aiden, you know, like he's stuck to his Eldar for forever, basically. Like he's not he's not switched, you know, he's like, This is my faction, and I'm gonna play it when it's bad, and I'm gonna play it when it's good. And when it's bad, he can still do really well, which speaks volumes to him as a player. And, like, there's like, there's nothing wrong with people who want to uh, get the flavor of the month no, and, like, you know, totally. get an army on eBay and, like, play it for a couple of months in a tournament while it's good. And then it gets bad and they trade it out for something else. Yeah. That is totally fine. Like, I, I would never disrespect that. It's yeah. a different way of playing and yeah. it's, it's entirely fine. But the other side of that is, say, people like Sean Aiden, who will focus on their Kafir Leldar and do everything they can to make them viable, even when they're largely perceived as not viable. Yeah. Uh, and that is... It's very difficult to do, to have the uh, sort of fortitude and, and patience to stick with an army like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ultimately... I find it very rewarding. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's not always rewarding. You know, you're going to have games where you get destroyed, and it's just it's tough you know after those games because you're like i don't want to play this army anymore but it just makes it like when you will win your next game it just makes it so much like more fun like one of the most fun games i ever played in a tournament setting was i guess this like very good player um over here and it was like craft world elder versus uh obviously my world leaders and i was running like a demon engine spam and i was going into that game being like i'm going to lose because i'm coming against like the eighth edition which were good yeah Uh, and this is like one of the best players in the country and i am going to lose this game so bad but i went into it being like i don't care that i'm going to lose like i'm just going to try and get as many points as i can from this game and it was it was like the most tactical game i've ever played it was so much fun because like every single like phase of every turn I was like how do I get into this position where I can do some stuff and like I was like I'm probably going to be tabled by like turn two and I stuck it down until like turn five or something and like I, d- I did lose uh, but I, I still got a lot of points from it and yeah. I was just like that was such a different game and it's it's all about you know kind of having that attitude of like I love this army uh and I'm going to just keep playing it and try and do as well as I can with it despite everything that's going against it and then, if you flip that on the other side, where it's just like, I have Iron Hands and they will play themselves, and like, uh, I just don't really have to do anything. Like, I just happen to be the host of this Iron yeah. Hands army who is winning the tournament. I by will itself. throw like, the
0: dice and, you know, shove them yeah, around every like, now and again.
1: It's just not my style. And it's fine if it is someone's style like that. Like, everyone enjoys the hobby in different yeah. ways, so that is totally fine. But like, it's just not for me, yeah. you know? I, I'm um, right there yeah.
0: with you. Right there with you, 100%. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's go on to like the kind of last section here um, where we, I, I want us to talk about what we w- want to see for the World Eaters as as their play style, like how, how they function mechanically on the table and maybe touch on um, uh, like the, the list archetype. I know you kind of almost started talking about it briefly, like, uh, you know, however you want to interpret that, I guess but how, how do you want to see them play? And um, uh, yeah, how, how do you want to see them work? What 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 in your head should they be doing?
1: So it's actually a really good question. Uh, and to answer it from my own perspective, it's kind of going back to something you were touching on earlier, where you were talking about like the three fundamentals of, of a combat army, you know, where you've got speed, resilience and, yeah. and output. Um, and I, I totally agree with you that you need two of those things to be effective. Um, But it's kind of interesting. What I would like to see is not so much that we have two of those things, but rather, uh, so, you know, we're really good in combat. Uh, Like, we kind of, we keep that aspect where it's like, we will brutalize you with a million attacks, which are pretty good quality. I would like to see us a little bit resilient and a little bit fast, you know, because,
0: like,
1: if you're looking in the lore, uh, there's an awful lot of, like, the Berserker charge, you know, where it's like they they cross (laughs) that ground really fast, and you can shoot, like, so much ammunition into them, and they was like, I know in uh, the Siege of Terror, there's a part where these like guardsmen encounter a berserker in like a deserted it, street.
0: Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, I know. And I'd like, I think there's like some
1: that. imperial fists with him as yeah, well, they, and they like
0: and and two yeah, and like yes!
1: they cut him up, and he is still alive. And they're like, half you should. His not... head.
0: They cut yeah. half of his head off,
1: and they're like, you shouldn't be alive, but you still are. I want to, I want to feel that on the yes! table, and like two wounds is not going to be enough no, to, no, to just feel that, but like you're running a dangerous line before crossing into deck guard territory yeah there as well. so if they can find a really nice balance between that aspect of like survivability but also you know a little bit faster than your average marine yeah and then the brutality of close combat i think as a whole that is like where i would like to see the army function and like you you know there's a lot of different like archetypes of like you know the ins and outs of lists and stuff but I think, as just like a base theme for the entire army, that I think is where I would like to see it go. Yeah.
0: Okay. I I'm there with you, and yeah, just just that scene, and I I agree, and I think okay. So just going on to that, like the the three the, the three points or whatever. Yeah, it's it's like it's you know it's like your special skills in um in Fallout or or whatever. We. Currently, all our XP is put into into combat and we're not allowed to spend any in mobility or resilience. Yeah, we could max out one of the two and be like Death Guard or Jakari. or, yeah, spend half in each of those. Or, yeah, I, I, I have a little bit more mobility, a little bit more resilience, absolutely no, no problem with that. And that probably would make it so we're not just like another army like j- not, we're just not blood angels you know mobile and fast and also quite resilient we'll get the similar like the two wounds and stuff but oh, as you were talking about that that scene in my head i'm imagining it but i'm like okay what about Berserkers don't die until the end of the fight phase. Or, or, or now I, I I know that's going to be abusive and overpowered but
1: Well, turnits have that ability. Tyrant right. warriors can do that already and I it's a it's a really cool ability yeah. and to be honest actually that could be the way that they get around that like fight first fight <sighs> man actually you I never imagine even thought of that that would be so cool actually. Did you that imagine? Would be, that would be the most Oh, uh, yeah, that would be really good. Okay. Add Everyone's like a, running World like is a, at the those, LVO like, next cover year. all rules, like we were saying, where it's yeah. like, it shouldn't be that. If it was that, that would be really <laughs> good.
0: And, and, you know, because I think we're going to lose our fight twice, right? I think we're going to get an extra two or three base attacks, lose fight twice, maybe get, you know, like, bonus consolidate or whatever they're going to do. But, yes, I think not dying until the end of the fight phase now yeah because i didn't I even, wasn't. Even, even
1: if if that was on a dice roll though yeah right? on a four up. so if it was like a four up or a three up right yeah. so it's not guaranteed because if it was guaranteed that that would be it's, too it, good Yeah, you can no. we
0: can abuse that 20 man blobs of berserkers all day mm. but
1: yeah. like you also still don't have that feel bad of your opponent being like uh so say like i've made you fight last um and i'm like okay i will have this ability where i will fight you even though i've died but like I've still died, yes. you know, so we, even if I do a kill trade. that unit back, it's still a trade, right? It's, so, yeah. like, your opponent won't be like, oh, that was so lame. Like, it's, oh, yeah, that's a really good fix, actually. I, uh, yeah, we must email GW. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm super excited. It, it kind of feels like, because Emperor's Children have um, shoot on death, right? And there's, there's there's precedent for shooting on death, fighting on death with uh, uh, the, the Space Marine uh, in death. Only in Death does Duty end or whatever yep. it is Duty Eternal. I don't know what it's called.
1: And they have their banner as well. Yeah, you know,
0: so. and, and there's lots of precedent for it, and it does. Yeah. Oh, now now I really want it. Like at first I thought it'd be broken, but now yeah, because it is a trade. It yep. is, and it's 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 perfect resilience. We, you, you shot my head off with a Black Knight. You know we're from Monty Python. It literally doesn't matter. Our our body is so full of hate. We are going to keep killing you, and, and until you literally decapitate and disarm us and everything. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's incredibly fluffy. Like it's. Uh, yeah. Now that you said it, I'm like that is like because it was always like, how do you how do you capture yeah. that like essence of like we don't die, but we're not the deck guard, but you know, you, but you go, we're berserkers
0: like, that don't feel any pain. Yeah. Is what what is it? Is um, it, it's in just about every World Eaters novel and codex. It's like everyone's afraid of dying. But the world eaters under the nails do not care. And that's why they're... That's their special ability. That's their their, their superpower or, or whatever. Like, every Legion has a little something, whether it's, you know, like vampire powers or or whatever, or invisibility powers or saying The world eaters, they are not... A, I, I know there's the no-no fear stuff, but they have no care about their death. They I mean, fight... It's
1: even- even like before the nails you know like in, yeah i don't know if you've read um slave to this yes but like when they're fighting um i can't remember the name of that Gana. race on that planet G- yes G-Ganon's that's it yeah something like yeah, that. yeah like it talks about how they'll like they will overcommit to a fight so much that they will take a lot of losses themselves but yeah. they will achieve their objective like <laughs> faster than than like expected but at the yeah. at a great cost and like yeah that's even before they have the nails so it's like ingrained in like the legion uh, as a mentality of just like you know push forward and you know get into that combat and even if it's going to kill you and even if you are dying you will still strike out and take them down with you yeah i just think it's that would if if that becomes a reality i don't want to get my hopes up too much now that would honestly just be the best like i I would i
0: would take that as the only ability (laughs) because it's competitive because it circumvents all this broken, or not broken, all this stuff that is that is ruining our day. But it doesn't, it's not a feels bad for the opponent, and it's fluffy, and you, oh, we well, we could have just made a video talking about this. Like, Yeah, let, there's, there's too much, there's let, too much We need to have yeah. another talk where we just come up with how the rules should be for World Eaters. We'll send sure. this to GW, and then they can just pay us some money. We'll, we'll, you know, do the artwork and we'll write the rules. Okay. But, <laughs> all right. But um, good. that that was just my thoughts based on your comments. Was you finished with your thoughts before I interrupted uh, Yeah, so, job?
1: like, I, I was just going to say about, like, because, um, like, you know, you asked me about, like, archetypes and yes, play yeah. style and stuff and, and top units. So in terms of archetypes, you know, it's, it's very much what I was saying about that. Like, you know, a little bit of two and a lot of one in terms of the combat. But, like, I would right. also love to see, like, an archetype where, like we're we're brutally in, in combat you know like yes. we're probably the top tier in combat because yeah. like that's kind of where the world leaders are but like i want there to be like an ability to like like a lot of my current lists you know where they've got like an element of shooting and stuff you know i want you to be able to like work that in so maybe that's where the teas of corn could come in yeah. i'm not sure exactly but in terms of like play style overall i I definitely don't want to be like a hammer strike. I just think that's such a boring army to play where you just charge in and everything okay. dies. And if you don't charge in, okay. you lose. It's like oh, the yeah, reverse yeah. Mech, right? Yeah. Where it's like the Admech shooting phase is like this giant hammer. And it if hit it hits you, you will did. be yeah. pasted. But if it doesn't hit you and you get to them, it is over for them. Yeah. It's like a coin toss, right? Yeah. I, like I would lo- love to be more like the Harlequins where it's like this like precision blade where you pick your moments and when you engage... If you do it at the right time, the game should go quite well for you. Not guaranteed win, but like you need to pick your fights. I love that element. I think it's it's like a really interesting playstyle. Um, so as an overall kind of team of the army, that's kind of what I'm liking. Where it's like you've got this like high combat potential, the option for support, and the general kind of ability where you have to like pick your fights well. But if you do pick your fights well, you will be rewarded quite well. I think as in like a really general scope, that's where I would like to see it go. And also just a full rework of demon engines because like demon engines are really cool and they're part of what makes chaos space Marines unique. So I want to be able to like competitively run for demon engines and my berserkers. And it all falls under that like umbrella term where I was just saying of like the archetypes and stuff. If that can be a reality, I I will be happy. You know, that, that would be a good codex for me. Yeah.
0: Um, it's interesting because I know, like, um, like we, we obviously know each other, be- or, or, or have, uh, you know, got started talking to each other and everything because we both started writing tactical articles on the World Eaters, very specifically. And um, the very first tactica article I wrote in the Facebook group was called um, uh, "The Downward Swing," um, giving or, or my interpretation of the way you should play world eaters is likened to the swing of an axe it's you know the from the raised axe to the swing to the bite of the axe and then essentially like the the, the chain through and and the aftercut. and and i saw in early mid-eighth edition my opinion of the way to play world eaters in a in we're talking in like an optimized fluffy way we're not talking high level competition here if you know you're running berserkers in rhinos and demon engines and Khan and all these things that aren't necessarily the greatest choices competitively, it's that focused strike. It's it's saying, listen, you know what's coming. We're berserkers. We are coming for you. We're going to charge, but it is. There's a brutal precision. It's butchery. You know, it's not just yes, okay, like. You're, Berserkers are savage, you know, mad, blood-crazed, literal berserkers. But as long as they're pointed in the right direction and not at each other, the enemy is going to suffer. And and, and it's getting that precision. It's, it's, it's the movement. It's the surviving until the fight phase. And, yes, not a hammer blow because it's applying critical mass. It's applying overwhelming pressure, which... Any squad of Berserkers should be, can currently provide is, you know, 45 attacks or 46 attacks, whatever it is right now. And we can overkill anything. And the ability to do that and for it to to, to swing a game if it works, but not win a game. Like, I want a Berserker squad to be able to take out, like, at 90 points for a Berserker squad if you do it right it should be able to take out double its points in a fight phase. Not kill Notarian, but, you know, a, a squad of, I, I'm not sure how much, like, five Deathwing Terminators are, but a squad of Berserkers should be able to take out any other Astart, any other normal Astartes in the game, barring some very special characters, right? Um yep. Or, you know, the equivalent of, of Orcs or any other elite infantry-type unit. But they shouldn't be able to like maybe with like excessive buffs and stuff they can take out a tank or something. Um, and when we get our strength seven chain axes, that might be the case.
1: I was about to say. I mean, yeah. don't really need excessive buffs when we're going to strength seven. Like I that know, will be. That's yes. brutal.
0: Yeah. Um. But I I want us to be. It, it sounds kind of like a hammer blow, but it's more. Every unit matters. Like the the berserkers should be able to be more likely to make combat and when they make combat the impact is felt but because we should lose in my opinion the fight twice we're not lawn lawnmowering through three units we're over killing one and we're confident in killing it you've got transhuman great you know you've got a two up three up involve somehow i i literally don't care my unit will statistically kill you it will die afterwards because you've got three different ways to make me fight last, but I'm still going to kill you. And we are going to trade porn for night, porn for night, porn for night, until you've got nothing left and I've got three Forged Fiends sitting here and we are gonna wreck your shit. You know, that's, I, I, I wanna see that. I want I, I also want demon engines. In every codex that I've read, in every bit of, uh, like m- of the more modern lore, like the non-30K, I mean, like the 40K lore, World Eaters love the demon engines. They're big monsters. They're flying hell dragons. Because they are not drakes. <laughs> because the book called Dragonology, which I bought my oldest son 15 years ago, defines what a drake and a dragon are. And a drake does not have four limbs and wings. I'm just saying that right here, officially. But anyway. But yeah, the demon engine and berserker synergy with these monstrously not as glassy but still glass cannon heroes and some a little bit of support in there but like our apostle our blood priest whatever we get the apothecary they buff us they they turn us up to 11 and then we take mortal wounds afterwards we go in we rip out your throat and then our head explodes i don't care i want a a trade you know a a chess team you you, a chess team a, a chess army you know it's tactical yeah, yeah it's brutal and, and ridiculous and bloodthirsty and all the silly things but it is it's tactical
1: yeah it's it's all like you know we're saying where it's like you pick your fights and yeah. you know if you pick a fight yeah sure you you probably will lose that unit that you've chosen to pick a fight with but you'll take out the enemy unit in turn you know yeah. so like it's just stuff like that like it, it seems very simple as like a philosophy uh for like how the army should operate obviously you know we're not quite doing that at the minute like we sort of are but not really if we can move to that system it's a it'll just be fun you know um and it's not going to feel broken it's not going to feel bad to play it either um so yeah i totally agree with you yeah yeah
0: i think i I think there's a lot of things i mean if we go to like a kind of rhino rush you know if they you know give us ways to to utilize transports better or um, or like demon engines, like world eater demon engines, or world eater vehicles, get some really cool, uh, you know, stratagems and uh, like the legion trait, especially. You know, maybe add one. Oh, no, I'm not even going to go there with rules, but um, we 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 need something, and I want it to be fluffy and strong and not broken, and and, and that's what I want. I don't care what it is. That's what I want.
1: I just want it to be so I can still use my Hellblades. <laughs> it's literally all I want. <laughs> if I can run an army of Hellblades, I will. <laughs> is... Well, like, interestingly, actually, they're, like, a really good, um, like, counter to Dark Elder. Um, if people are looking for ways of, of killing the Dark Elder, take your really? Hellblades. Okay. Uh, they'll, they'll pop their transports, like, so easily. Um, okay, and you can yeah. move block, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, one of the problems with the Dark Elder is they, they will just advance and charge across the board and turn one yeah. if they're Black Arts. Uh, so just move block them. So yeah. Black
0: hearts don't fly?
1: No, no, sorry, black hearts, the, the Oh Black Heart, um, sorry, okay. Yeah, okay. so like they can power from pain is plus one higher. So on turn one they can advance and charge. So uh, you know okay. yeah. uh so if if I just like move my hellblades, so I'm like, cool, um like this is how far you can advance.
0: Yeah. When you
1: finish advancing, you will be inside the hellblades base. Yeah. So you can't go there. You know? Okay. Uh and also like their vehicles are still, like, well, they got a little bit stronger, they're still weak. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hellblades are pretty good at taking those out. And if you can shoot out a squad of Incubator or Kabalites in turn one, happy days, you know? And, like, sure, you can be, like, they... Because, like, obviously, a Dark Elder player would deploy out of line of sight of, like, your Havocs and stuff. Can't hide from a flyer, you know?
0: I want you to know, when I edit this video... Your face is going to be replaced with the Forge World logo, and dollar <laughs> signs are going to be raining. down I just want like, like hellblades kids, in my
1: hands, you know, like. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: is yeah. it the hellblade, which is what um, the helldrake is now? Because I think the lore of the helldrake is it's that it's like mutated or, or you know possessed hellblades or hell. I, I think
1: the right? the hellblades are actually like a separate thing where they're like okay. um, I know they were called like Irine cults or something or Irine cults. Yeah, um, I think they're like a weird, like, subcult of like Chaos Space Marines that like aren't okay. really allied to a faction. They're, you know, like the way the Raptors and Warp Talons are, yeah, where they're like, like their, their own, own thing. Yeah. I think they kind of like fall under that umbrella as okay. well. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's something like that anyway. But they're okay. cool. Yeah.
0: Look, they're really You've sold me on them. It's just, yeah. But, um, okay. Well, that, that's the end of, um, you know, like uh, the, the questions. And I think we've covered just about everything. And, um, I'm looking at the time here. We've, uh, oh, where's my recording thing? Um, I don't know. Oh, we've been recording for an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, sometime. <laughs> good chat. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that, it was a good chat.
0: Yeah. Um, so I want to wrap it up here um, because it is eight o'clock in the morning for me and I, I, I need to go to bed at some point. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been yeah, a long day, geez. I can tell you. Um, yeah. Lots of work. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for being here, Dara. Thanks for you know chatting and, and sharing your 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 knowledge and your experience and everything with me and with everyone watching.
1: Hey, no problem. It was a, a really good chat. I'm I'm always happy to uh, talk to world leaders, and you know, anything along those lines is always fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, good times, man. And we definitely want to have you. Well, I know. Hopefully, we'll be uh, chatting again probably next week if everything goes to plan, um, because we've got our uh, tabletop simulator champion of the conqueror tournament coming up where your little reddit crew are taking on my little Red Path crew and there's going to be skulls claimed bloodshed and money raised for charity
1: it's so, going to be a good time yeah. i'm really looking forward to it me
0: too all right folks that's going to be the end of this one as ever stay healthy stay safe and kill main burn